Church, good day to you. Here we are, Thursday, June 4. Kyle here at Midday Studios just outside downtown Des Moines. And every day that we enter into this moment, I find myself wondering, God, how is it that you are going to show up for us? Am I seeing it? Am I willing to receive it? I had quite the encouraging little text message this morning from a, from a friend in our church. Um, and he just shared with me that he was on a social media platform and, and he had messages from his friends, friends who have doubted the gospel of Jesus for years, who are asking him questions about Jesus. And he would describe himself as, as a person who doesn't emote very well. <laughs> And yet he was moved to tears because these have been people who he's been praying for for years. You know, this week we're, we're moving into this space. We're exploring the space of things like the armor of God, of standing more effectively against the world, the flesh and the devil, like the ancient desert fathers and mothers of the, of the third century were wondering what it is to stand in the name of Jesus through the power of the spirit and the practice of prayer. And as we turn our attention to that, let us just pause here and, and pray. Father, we enter in. We enter in now to have our hearts stilled and stirred by you stilled from the frantic measure of the day and stirred by your grace. So Lord, we ask that you would help us to center our hearts on you, entrusting the fragmented parts of our day to you, that you who are in us is greater than the one in the world. Amen. You know, today, today is an interesting day to be alive. The little text conversation I had is, is just one way to indicate that. There's people who we long to know the joy of trusting Jesus, of living faith in him, living trust and allegiance in him and and some of those people are beginning to turn their attention to Jesus. And it is in that space, that contended space, that the enemy of our souls actually rises up. This is, I, I know, this is perhaps one of the strangest things about the biblical imagination. But it helps us, it unlocks for us a way of seeing the world, that it is not just our flesh and our bones and that's it, but that there is in addition to the human fallout story, a fallout with spiritual beings who stand in opposition to the way and will of God and his good world. And that there is a contentious zone for our hearts. So what a strange day indeed it is. Especially when we have words like this in front of us from Ephesians 6. Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also 
for me. This is Paul speaking, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Paul all but admits that there is a risk in sharing the gospel of Jesus. And I'm not just talking about door-to-door evangelism or handing out tracts or talking with your coworker or apologetics. It's, it's, it is all of those things. And yet it is also embodying the way of Jesus. It's being willing to bless those who persecute you. And yes, literally turning the other cheek when you are assaulted. But it's also standing up for those who have no voice. It's um, crying out for those who need justice. So it's, it's a both and. So sometimes we speak like Jesus and we confront injustices and sometimes we're silent like Jesus and we allow the vitriol of others to land on us because we have the grace of God to absorb it. Either way, Paul says there's a risk in that. There's fear there. And he's praying that people strengthen him, (laughs) that that they call upon God to strengthen him so that he may not be fearless in the face of exalting the name of Jesus. But notice this, that Paul's request is not to be released from chains. Isn't that interesting? You see, as we consider what it is to put on the armor of God, it, it is because we stand embroiled in a battle. We've chosen our allegiance. We've, we've chosen and picked aside to stand with and in Christ. And he is now with us in the spirit. And that puts a smack dab in the middle of it all. But it's not the release of suffering, is it? Because Paul, he understands that the greatest act of spiritual warfare in the world is really when we seek to lead someone to restorative relationship in and through Jesus. That is the battleground. So for my friend, here a member of our church, like that's the battleground. And so then what is the instruction? What is, what is the command, if you will? It is to pray on all occasions, all occasions, not just some occasions. And it's to pray for all of the saints, not just the ones that we agree with. Wow, that strikes me. And unless you think that, like I say these things because I have it together or anything like that, um, I find it so difficult to pray for those I disagree with. I find it difficult to pray for those on any end of the spectrum, right there in the middle. It doesn't really matter. I seem to find enemies wherever I go. (laughs) Maybe you can relate to that. And yet Paul here, he has for us a gift. He has for us a gift of reminding us that we are getting re-familied in Jesus. And so whether you disagree with someone or not, we don't get to stand in the place of judgment and how much freedom we have in that. But what we get is the gift of prayer. We actually get to ask God to give that person we disagree with favor. Let's, let's think for a moment about a gal named Amy Cooper, who in a moment of distress acted in a way 
that has put her front and center. It's, it's called threats upon her life. It was an impulse that we don't know. For some, she is an enemy now. We don't know the condition of her heart. We don't know where she stands with or against Jesus altogether. Maybe, maybe she does, maybe she doesn't. We just don't know that speculation. But imagine if you have bitterness in your heart toward an Amy Cooper of the world. Imagine that. Hmm. We having bitterness, not too hard to imagine. Now imagine praying that God would warm her heart, that he would draw her near, that he would begin to find, like give her a community because the church is the place where the shame we feel can be covered over with the grace of Jesus. Imagine if she was embraced with warmness and kindness and generosity and hospitality. Imagine how your heart would begin to shift and change. Prayer is the vehicle in that space. And and then it's not just absent-minded prayers. It's intentional prayers. It's praying back the word of God. Because remember, that is our sword. So maybe we pick up Paul's other words when he's trying to encourage communities. Or maybe we pick up some of his prayers and we pray that she would be filled with the knowledge of God's will, with all spiritual wisdom and understanding, that she would just be able to walk in a way that she would actually walk with God for the first time with integrity. See, this is the vehicle of prayer. It makes a space in our heart for compassion, that we can actually see others as Christ sees them. But we cannot see others as Christ sees them if we have not seen how Christ sees us. And that is one whom he loves. So I leave us here this day with two things, inviting us to pray into the hard spaces at all times for even the people you don't like. That is the gift of prayer is that it can begin to shift your heart. And so let us say this, let us thank the Lord for sending us into such a moment as this, to be people of peace in this city or wherever you may find yourself. And so pray with me this prayer of yielding. God, we submit that we often hide daggers in our words. And yet your word redeems us. Your word put on flesh and his name is Jesus. And he has reconciled us to you. God, help us not to be stingy with that. But to know that we who have received much grace have so much to offer in the name of Jesus. Help us to be people of peace who sow the bonds of peace. We confess that we have not. May you strengthen us in that vein by the power of your Spirit. Amen.